What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the J-Ham Special, where I love to talk about Magic the Gathering, Warhammer 40k, Dungeons & Dragons, and other aspects of my nerdy life. My name is John. I'll be your host for this episode of Magic Monday, where I delve into my favorite tabletop card-playing game, Magic the Gathering. Usually I talk about different themes or strategies or just, you know, conversational topics for the casual and casually competitive Magic player, but today I want to talk to you about a card spotlight and possibly how to use it as an anchor for your deck. That card in question is Kiln Fiend. So without further ado, let's dive on in. So... The card in question, Kiln Fiend, is a mono-red card. It costs one red and one mana of any other color. And it is a 1-2. And it's got the uh, little text on there that says that if you cast an instant or a sorcery, Kiln Fiend gets plus three, plus zero. So this is where the potential really comes into Kiln Fiend because I don't know very many cards that provide that much power from you casting another spell. I'm sure there's some out there. You can definitely look into it if you want to. I'm sure they might print something very similar, but Kiln Fiend has kind of been the backbone of a really decent popper deck and really decent budget decks um, known as Is It Blitz. Is It Blitz is a blue-red deck where it's all about playing cards like Kiln Fiend. Um, and I believe Nivix Cyclops. Yeah, Nivix Cyclops. And um, you play a bunch of blue and red spells that would normally just be advancing your game or drawing you cards or just helping you cycle through the deck but having those two cards in the battlefield essentially allow you to plow through and deal some major damage to your opponents it's a deck that i really enjoy getting to play and i think it's a really cool kind of spotlight card to kind of look at for those of you that are wanting to get in budget but maybe want to test out the tempo side i'm pretty sure the tcg player market value of the um, kiln fiend is like 13 cents um, the thing's been reprinted in a lot of different core sets, and uh, I knew it was reprinted in Conspiracy, and I believe a few other um, different formats, and it's a pretty solid deck. Now, the thing is, it's a little bit glass cannony, so it means if you kill the Kiln Fiend, your deck's kind of, it's really taken apart, and that's unfortunate for it, but, you know, every deck has its weakness. So what can you do with... Uh, with your Kiln Fiend? Well, you can put it in an Is It Blitz deck, where you're using it paired up with Nivix Cyclops, which is one red, one blue, and one of any other color. It's a 1-4, so bigger toughness, but every time you cast a Instant or Sorcery, it loses its Defender ability, which means it can only block. Um, it loses that, and then gets plus three, plus zero. And Nivix Cyclops can then really rush through a bunch of damage. And yeah, I mean, when you look at the two cards, they're pretty much very identical. Nivix Cyclops just stays around a little bit longer, so it doesn't get killed by a Twin Bolt or a Searing Blaze or a Lightning Bolt or literally just about any red removal out there. Nivix Cyclops survives. And then Kiln Fiend, it's again a little more of a glass cannon, a 1-2, but you get to bring it on two, and uh, yeah, it's a whole lot better on that route. It's only mono red. You then pair it up with cards. So if you play a Kiln Fiend, you play with a bunch of cards like um, Opt. Opt is one blue, and then you get to scry one, and then draw a card. So you play Kiln Fiend, and you play your blue spell on turn three, and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna look at a card, and then I'm gonna go ahead and put it at the bottom of my library, or I'm gonna keep it because I like it, and I get the draw a card, and hopefully that's another cantrip that's maybe one mana, or maybe even a free spell. Who knows, it's up to you. 
Um, and what you do is you just continually pair those up with a bunch of one mana spells that you can get on the cheap. And every time you do that, you're drawing more cards, you're cycling through your deck, and then you're just pumping up your Kiln Fiend to go into a four, and then to a seven, and then to a 10. And a lot of people's game plan is you usually pair it up with a card like Teamer Battle Rage. Teamer Battle Rage, it's instant. It costs one red and one of any other color, and you choose a creature and it gains double strike. Now, if you have the ferocious ability on there too, if you have a creature of at least four power, then Teamer Battle Rage gives a trample as well. So you play Kiln Fiend and then you play Teamer Battle Rage. Well, now you've got a, a creature that strikes for eight mana or eight damage and has trample to trample over any creature your opponent throws at you. Kiln Fiend can do some serious damage. So if you go through and think about it, you're like, okay, well, turn four is just an immediate kill. So you can say, all right, well, I'm going to go through, turn two, play Kiln Fiend. Turn three comes around. And then you can go the route of saying, oh, I'm going to play um, Dive Down. Dive Down is a really good card to have in the deck. For one blue mana, you choose a target creature. It gets three toughness, but it gains Hexproof until the end of turn. So your opponent can't target it with removal. Um, and now you've just made your Kill Fiend a 4-2. Then you play Teamer Battle Rage on turn three, and then that allows you to go through and now have a seven power double strike trample hexproof creature to swing in for some massive damage. And hopefully you don't run out of gas, but you could. But that's why I say turn four is the best place to be at. But turn three, you get your opponent really close to dying. And then hopefully in your deck, you have other spells, maybe like a lightning bolt to then just end your opponent's life in a couple turns or whatever. It's a good route to look at, and uh, it's a pretty solid game plan. Nivik Cyclops just operates a little bit slower, but again, it has the fat butt compared to Kiln Fiend, so it doesn't die as easily. Um, and then, you know, by the time it hits turn three, hopefully you've got enough cards saved up or stored up in your hand that you can really go through and just dump a bunch of cards into play. So that's where those two cards really work well together, is in that Is It Blitz deck. And honestly, I've built the deck myself. I play with it on uh, Magic the Gathering Online, our MTGO, and I've had a lot of fun with piloting it. Um, and I recommend anybody who hasn't had a chance to, go ahead and go try it out, because you're gonna have a lot of fun with it, especially because you can play with it in Popper. You can use some cards that aren't used normally. You can have your Brainstorms if you want to. You can have your Ponders if you want to, and have some powerful one-mana cantrips to help you cycle or filter through that deck. And that's one way to look at it, and you can make a pretty budget deck on it too, um, if you're going that route, because chances are you might have a Kiln Fiend or two laying around, um, and you might be able to go pick up the rest of the cards for pretty dirt cheap. The other route is if you want to go even more budget, you can start looking more towards building a mono red version of the deck. Now, unfortunately, Kiln Fiend is kind of the best at what it does. Um, and Kiln Fiend is a, er, and Nivik Cyclops is a very close second to it. But there are some other red spells that do a very similar thing. Um, just thinking back, you know, Beam Splitter Mage. It can be pretty useful, especially if you're playing a bunch of spells to help pump your creature up. But the way that one reads is that whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell that targets only Beam Splitter Mage, you can then copy that and then put it on another target creature. So if you're playing um, Built to Smash or you're playing um, Brute Strength and stuff, which already pumps up your creature, you can use that to cast Beam Splitter Mage. So that triggers Kiln Fiend. I'm sorry, I'm saying mono-red, but this is actually a red-blue deck, or red-blue card that you can use it for, but, okay, look on the is-it side, red-blue, 
you get to have this little tutu creature that copies your spells. When you cast the copy, that counts as you casting an instant or sorcery spell, so you get essentially two triggers for Kiln Fiend and for Nivix Cyclops. So keep that in mind is when you're casting those instant sorceries, that is you casting the copy, which is also an instant or sorcery. Uh, there are some cards like Electrostatic Field, which isn't honestly that good. It's okay. It's a 0-4 defender in red for two mana. Okay, it can it can stave off a lot of those other aggro decks. And each time you cast an instant or sorcery, you deal one damage to each opponent. It just it trickles away some damage towards them. I wouldn't really recommend it, but that's something that does like playing instants and sorceries. Uh, Fire Urchin. That's another one that gets pretty similar. Anytime you would cast an instant or sorcery spell, Fire Urchin gets plus one plus zero. It's a one three for two. So it's got a bigger butt compared to Kilton Fiend. It doesn't grow as fast as Kilton Fiend, but it already has Trample built into the creature itself. So if you're playing a bunch of pump spells, that's the route to go. And that's where I would advise you, if you're building a mono-red version of this deck, make Kiln Fiend and Fire Urchin your main big targets here, your, your big two drops. You say, hey, I'm going to play this. The rest of the deck is going to function around it. I would then play cards like Tormenting Voice. I would play Teamer Battle Rage. I would, um, Uncaged Fury is another one that comes to mind where it gives your creature double strike and plus one, plus one. The thing is, the trample is where you really want to go through and provide that because Kiln Fiend does not have trample normally and he can grow so stinking fast. But if you're pairing him up with cards like Brute Strength or Built to Smash, um, or I think it's Brutal Assault is the other one too, they're all a bunch of one red mana and you give your creature plus two or plus three. And you play one mana. Kiln Fiend gets plus three from his ability. And then gets plus three from that other spell. And now you've got a pretty big creature that your opponent then has to worry about. And you go mono red on that one. You don't have to worry about buying any special dual lands or running two different types of basics. You just play mono red and you've got the deck right then and there. But yeah, that's my thought on Kiln Fiend. Uh, that's how I think you can really utilize them. I've used a Commander. I mean, it's come in clutch pretty well for Commander, but it's not the best. Um, Tiny Leaders, I've used it, but you know where I think it really shines is in the Popper format. Um, it can kind of shine in Modern a little bit, not too well, but it's it's more of like a, it can fit into budget Modern decks. But I think where it really shines is again Popper and the casually competitive kitchen table formats that you get to play in. Your friends will probably hate you for playing the card, and honestly, they might start packing a lot more one-mana creature removal spells, things like Swords of Plowshares, Path to Exile, Lightning Bolts, whatever, to try and get rid of your Kiln Fiend, but that's whenever you're playing the Is It part of the deck, and you get to have a, uh, a counterspell in your back pocket making it hexproof, so yeah, that's Kiln Fiend. That's some of my thoughts and revelations and insights on there. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, or you want me to talk about something else on the podcast, hit me up the JM special on Twitter or the JM special at gmail.com. That is the official email and Twitter of the podcast. Until the next time, you guys have some fun playing with the cardboard crack that we know is magic, and uh, I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.